Hi, this is your host Jojo Binks and you're listening to I Can Talk Underwater podcast where you can learn anything and everything under the sun. Pretty much, you will learn random shit. Happy New Year everyone! I hope that you had a fantastic New Year's. I certainly did. I went to a party in Imperial Hotel in the city. That was so much fun. I thought to go all out this year because it's my first year in Melbourne. I always want to welcome the new year with a bang, with bright clothing and with friends. Also, thank you for everyone that sent me their feedback of the last episode. I enjoy hearing that you guys disagree with me and that is completely fine. I'm not here to change your mind or put my words in your mouth, but I just want to give you a different point of view. Anyways, I don't know about you, but every new year, I create a list of my goals that I will try to achieve in the new year. So I start writing them down around October-ish and think about what they are. No, they're not about me trying to lose 10 kilos. I usually create goals that are achievable. Losing weight is not one of them. (laughs) In 2024, one of my goals is to create the podcast. Another one is maybe it's a bit useless, but I'd like to learn how to do chin-ups. I was going to try to learn handstand, but I think that's more useless than the chin-up. Last year, one of my goals is to make new friends. I moved from Canberra to Melbourne, and whilst I know some people in Melbourne, I didn't really have friends that I could see regularly to go out to the bars and checking out new restaurants, etc. Not just in Melbourne, but also in Canberra. I've always been asked, how do I make friends really easily? Not just Facebook friends, but real friends that are there when I need them and that are there in good times and bad times. If I receive a penny every time people ask me how I make friends, I reckon I'm going to be a millionaire now. I always joke that I'm going to run a masterclass one day to teach people how to make friends. But here I am. I am going to tell you how to make friends for free. Hopefully um, that will help anyone that put making friends as one of their goals this year. Something to start off with anyway. And I will give you a how-to step-by-step process. (laughs) Step one. Have you ever heard when people say, It's so hard to make friends as an adult. Melbourne is so clicky. Canberra is so clicky, etc., etc. Have you ever actually challenged that question? Because I have. When someone say that to me, I ask them, what have you actually done to make friends? Most of them actually don't have an answer for me. They actually haven't even tried. They just think that it's hard and they don't even try. Or maybe they tried, but they don't go through with it. I suppose step one is remove that perception in your brain that it is difficult to find adult friendships. For example, there is 5 million people in Melbourne. Everyone needs a friend, whether it's never too late to find a friendship and you can never have enough friends. Yeah, remove that from your brain. Step two. 
guys. You actually need to go out to find friends. You won't be able to find them whilst watching Netflix and hoping that someone will come through the door and be your best friend. Who's going to be your best friend? Your Uber Eats driver? I mean, they can't even find my apartment. So how do you actually find friends? There are so many ways to do this. For example, in Canberra, when I became single after 10 years, I found myself with no single friends that would go out clubbing, checking out new restaurants, as mentioned before. Most of my friends are married and have kids. They are in different stage of life than me. So the very first thing that I did was I moved from the suburb to the city. I joined a gym, like F45. Yes, I was part of the cult. It was fun. And I met girlfriends there. I also found girlfriends from a meetup group for um, a podcast. It's called Life Uncut Podcast. There was a Facebook group and I basically posted on that group asking if anyone lives in Canberra, if we, we can meet up. And guess what? There were, I think on the first meetup, there were 10 of us. As we kept meeting up, there were like eight established girls that meet up all the time and became really good friends. In Melbourne, I met friends at the dog park because we have the same dogs. There is a, a Facebook group called something like Find Female Friends in Melbourne. I met two girls from there. I met friends from work and from the gym as well. There is also Bumble BFF. There is a meetup app where you can find someone that has similar interests to you. You'll be able to join a group, like could be hiking, art classes, dance classes. Oh, there's another one. You can find friends through speed dating. With speed dating, there's a high chance that you won't find your partner there, but you will find a group of single girls that could be potential friends. You know what? When you start meeting these people, like a group of friends, they will also bring their friends in some events and then you will end up having this big group of friends through natural osmosis. What I can say is this is a numbers game. Not every single person that you meet will gel with you. You are not going to be everyone's cup of tea. For example, I am quite loud. I talk a lot. Other people think I'm too intense. But other people think I'm happy and fun. It is about finding the people that you will gel with and will appreciate you for who you are. Step three, say you found a friend or two through a meetup app. The way you build friendship is through face-to-face meetup. I understand that coronavirus has changed the way we do things in life. We have moved from face-to-face interactions to working from home. And there's a lot of us work from home where you don't really interact with office mates, etc. That is fine. But if you really want to connect with someone, you have to make an effort to meet them face to face. Basically, making new friends is like dating. There's a lot of hard work that you need to invest in the first few weeks to build that bond between each other. So the first few weeks, make sure you meet them at least once a week if you can, maybe the most once a fortnight. In between face-to-face meetups, 
Continue the conversations via text where you can talk about your daily lives or send them memes, etc. Just keep the conversation going every day. If you become, say you meet them today and they didn't hear from you for a month or even just two weeks, they will just forget about you. You, you need to continue that momentum that you've had from the first meetup. So step four, according to Barack Obama, when you speak to a person, talk to them as if they are the only person in the room. I truly abide from, by that. When I meet people, they have my full attention. I don't look away. I don't think about other things. I'm not on my phone. I actually have this rule that when I'm with my friends, I don't hold phones. I get really angry when they're on their phone. And I always tell them that if you are going to be on your phone whilst with me, then be with your phone, not with me. I would rather spend my time with people that will actually interact with me. Step five, find friends that have similar values to you and give you joy, not anxiety. I tend to drop those people. That doesn't add, add value to my life and that drags me down. If you keep those people that drag you down, say you don't even look forward to see them, but then you turn up anyway because you, don't, you feel bad. That time that you're spending time with that person could have been used to see people that you like. You could have invested that time to build relationship with people that have similar values to you, that makes you happy. I'll give you an example. Recently, I went to a wedding. I was invited just on my own. I didn't know anyone in the wedding but the groom. When I attended the ceremony, I met this lady who was sitting next to me. She also turned up as a single person. So when I was speaking to her, she actually, I don't know, there was just a, something about our conversation that just didn't gel. I feel like she actually doesn't like me, but she just talking to me because I'm just there and she's alone and you can feel the energy that it was pulling teeth when you're speaking to them I'm not saying that she's a bad person or I'm shit but it's just we're not each other's person if I had stayed with her the whole time at the wedding I would have not enjoyed the wedding I could have easily hang out with her because I didn't have anyone but I knew that she wasn't my person and I'm not going to be spending my whole time sweating miserable. I actually want to enjoy it. At the reception, it wasn't arranged sitting. So I walked around and tried to find people that are similar age to me and looked happy and approachable. I found this group of friends in this table and there was a spare seat. I said, hey, is this seat available? Can I join you guys? And they were my people. We had the best time that night, we had a really good conversation, we danced, we laughed, we drank. My point is on this one, if I had stayed with that lady that we generally didn't like each other, I could have missed out on a better opportunity with other people that made that night super fun. Again, I am not saying the people that you don't gel with are bad people. They are just not your people. I'll give you another one, an example where I have a friend for a long time. We've been friends for 15 years, basically brothers and sisters, and we were very close. And then later on, he found a girlfriend and ended up marrying her. And I wasn't invited to the wedding. And I was meant to be his best mate. That freaking hurt me a lot. I could have pretended that 
it didn't hurt me, but it did freaking hurt me. I concluded that I could have kept the relationship and pretended nothing has happened, but I chose to drop that friendship. Let's call him Greg. I can't be bothered to think about a new guy name. I don't have any hate for Greg or I don't dislike him. I guess it is one of those relationships that fizzed out in the end. When I dropped Greg as a friend, I had more time to find new friends and I did find a lot of friends after him. I am not saying that you should drop all the people that drags you down or you don't think that they add value to your life. I just want you to have more time that you can invest to other people that will make you happy. You don't really need to drop them down. Perhaps you can spend less time with them. Step six, the new friendships that you've formed show that you genuinely care for them. Be there when they need you. Listen when they talk. Listen when they download the issues to you. I work in a stakeholder management job and I always tell everyone that a person that is loyal to you will less likely to put you down. So if you have a very strong bond with someone, they will be more likely to care for you and be there for you when you need it most, good or bad times. You don't want friends that are only there for good times only. Step seven, set some standards on what type of people that you want to enter your life. This is similar to finding a romantic relationship. Set some set of standards that is valuable to you, that won't annoy you or won't give you anxiety. I'll give you an example. One of my standards that I've been open about this with my friends is I hate people that flake. I hate it. Especially if it's a one-on-one -on -one meetup and you flake at me in the last minute because, I don't know, you just change your mind or you just can't be bothered. If you're a good friend of mine already, I will give you maybe two strikes and if you flake to me again, you drop. You know why it annoys me? It annoys me because I have very small amount of spare time. I go to work, I go to the gym, I walk my dogs, I cook dinner, shower, etc. So those little time that I've got spared, I want to be able to use that with friends that will respect my time. If someone flakes on me, I see that as they really don't respect my time. They think that their time is more important than mine. Rightly or wrongly, that's how I see it. And I will never ever flake on someone unless I'm in the hospital. You would think that I'm such a bitch or something and I will never find friends, whatever, but I do. I guess that's about it. I know it sounds simple, but making tight friendship groups is a, it's a lot of hard work, but also it shouldn't feel hard. It should be fun. So hanging out with someone should not be work. You should be able to come home, your heart is full, your cup is full, and you cannot wait to see them again. If you have that impression when you get home, then those are the friends that you want to hang out with. But if you come home drained and you're like, fuck, why am I doing this for? Then you just answer your own question. Why are you doing this for? And that's it. Hopefully that gives you some ideas on how to make friends and how to keep them. As mentioned before, I am not a psychologist. I'm not a life coach. I'm just underwater talkerist. But these steps have helped me a lot 
in my life to make friends. I use these steps over and over again, and I've always found them very successful. I will leave you with this question since we are in a topic of meeting new people. The question is, would you like you if you met you? Hmm, something to think about. If you have any questions or any part of this episode that you want me to delve into further, send me a DM or join the discussions on my Instagram account called I Can Talk Underwater Podcast. Also, please don't forget to share and subscribe this podcast and leave five-star ratings. If you can't, then I don't know, just hmm, go away. (laughs) Again, Happy New Year and I look forward to speak to you soon. Until next episode, love you long time. Bye.